think with entrepreneurship, right? I think you make a very important point. Hmm. Financial freedom happens in sp- spikes. If hmm. it ever happens, if the company does yeah. very well, it is very back-ended. It is not driven by salary at all. Hmm. It is driven by secondaries, yeah. right? Or if you have, like in your case, you may have invested some money hmm. here and there in startups where the return. Yeah, but it comes much, much, much later. So in some ways, it is. uh hyper delayed and you know uh, unclear gratification if it ever happens but extraordinary in terms Haan. of proportion if it but it happens it happens most you can't plan for that right hmm? you, can't you can't plan for that i don't think you can and it takes time to actually adjust to adjust to that as you like once it happens yeah say more about that no i think what i mean by that is that look i mean just you know talking about myself uh my parents had planned for example uh because you know like indian parents they wanted to plan for me here like how where will he live and what will he do etc so they had bought a small plot of land back in the day which they assumed that you know once he graduates from college once he starts working when he gets married we will be able to sell this land and maybe buy him like a one bhk apartment somewhere in ncr if hopefully we should be able to afford that much and that is going to be our way to settle down our son and make sure he has some place to live which he owns right so that was the original plan yeah, and that's huh. how much money i came from right because i don't think i'd ever seen or heard of even a crore rupees ever in my life right mm. and no one in my family also right yeah. cumulatively all their lives put together they would not have earned that much money yeah. and suddenly coming to a point you know from a financial standpoint where you know it is still a lot of money but you know you have more than that yeah right and i think that's just a very different stage of life to get used to uh different sets of problems and different sets of things that come to your mind so sometimes your first reaction can be you know it can for many people it can change them right that here now i have so much money i can do so many things etc etc i think it just it brings out a very different part of your personality because earlier money is a mechanism to survive and right so when all the money you would have you just keep keep spending it to get your life to a certain level where it's comfortable correct then if you are fortunate uh things will reach a point where all comforts can be taken care of then beyond that it's all what you want not what you need correct and i think that's when there's a big turning point that comes of deciding who do you want to be right because now you can be whoever you want, want to, to be, be to a large extent because all your want and all your needs, needs are, taken are taken care of from here on whatever you're spending is because you want to not because you need to I think there I've seen the calibration just becomes very different in people right because till the time you're comfortable I think generally the progression is fairly linear that you want to just be able to eat out once in a life you need enough money to pay your rent or at least have a house where you can live uh you want to have at least afford be able to afford a car let's say to move around etc so those things are fairly basic which are generally fairly universal in nature right uske matlab there is not that much that much wiggle room before uske baad ab fir now you can buy a 5 lakh rupaye wali car also you can buy a 5 crore rupaye wali car also there's no there's no upper limit to Correct. those things right so then it becomes about what you need and i think we've seen that there's a different type of calibration you need to go through at that point of time on defining who you want to be 
right do i want these things or do i want these things or do i want these things and then people choose to spend spend on different things that part of time what 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 was it for you yeah for me actually for some reason i realized that just uh, uh i've just never been able to get used to spending too much money i just can't right even now i, I think this jeans cost 1500 rupees <laughs> This shirt cost nineteen or eighteen hundred rupees. I just can't spend more money than that, right? वो मेरे से होता ही नहीं है खर्च. So uh, and I actually first I used to be very worried because you know I like I've seen all the all the people who would have money would carry sort of nice big logos on their clothes, etc., etc. So for some time I felt very tempted, and I indulged also, right? I once in a while maybe I bought a ten thousand rupee pair of jeans once. Uh, but then i just realized it wasn't giving me happiness i just wasn't feeling feeling any more satisfaction in life than i otherwise am so then i just recalibrated myself to a level where you know i only spend in things that would give me happiness uh, rather than things that make me get perceived to be successful or have some money i think that just almost doesn't bother me at all right That's so for example i would spend as i mentioned i have an espresso machine <laughs> which costs 60 rupees for a cup of coffee at home which is also expensive, expensive as yeah. compared to let's <laughs> say a one. normal nescafe or instant coffee but that i'm okay to indulge in i feel i can afford that much right and it gives me happiness to have that coffee because i like the taste of coffee but i will do it for myself not because someone else thinks <laughs> if he if he has an espresso machine then he must be arrived in life i don't care much about those things no, i think money for others is never mm. the issue i think wealth for self to enjoy things and to for your loved ones to enjoy things so for for, yeah. for example for vyas and ira to have experiences yeah. that you feel as a child maybe you may not have had or for your parents to have experiences which in their older age uh, you can afford them to which is maybe see the world or do things which otherwise they may not have imagined to do that's yeah, where i think two, three, exactly i think the two three things i mean just as uh, in this journey that i learned is one I mean, everyone has probably read it at some point of time, but I could relate to it that just buying things doesn't give me happiness, right? And I realized it for myself. I there was this brief period of maybe six, eight months when I bought a few things. I I've read it elsewhere that buying things doesn't give you happiness. I experienced it first. I also can't. <laughs> What's the most indulgent thing you bought other than the? The zero rupee jeans, crazy. <laughs> but I think that's just you know, like I many times I don't even fly business class. Yeah. So just I can't. Right? Yeah. I I feel here, five hours. Me, if I have to spend fifty thousand rupees more, I always do the calculation here. It's ten thousand rupees more per hour. <laughs> I can be a little more uncomfortable <laughs> for a few hours. So it's okay, right? So. Uh, I think that's probably the most expensive thing that I bought, which I felt I am just going out of the way. Uh, but I think the few things that I do think money does, uh, which I think are very valuable, it buys you freedom. That you know, I always thought I did things that I wanted to do, but then knowing that you only need to do things that you need to do is a sort of big relief in yeah. some ways, right? And I think you can, uh, for some people, it can be very, very, very important. that you can really choose what you want to do and keep your keeping your expenses low also that's very helpful there yeah because you don't need to keep raising the bar yeah. of how much you need to have to live a free life so for me freedom is very important that i should be able to choose what i want to do and i think in some ways having a certain level of money uh, as long as you keep your expenses low which i try to is a good 
good ticket to do that that you can really choose to spend your time either way you want to so that you're truly enjoying life uh and doing the things that you want to do that's number one uh second is i think having enough for making sure your kids get good education and you know just some very very important things which can otherwise be lifelong struggles mm-hmm. those are taken care of third to some extent i like to travel even though i don't spend too much money on travel even now i live mostly in bnbs i actually don't enjoy living in the fancy hotels etc i like sort of more local type experiences so i'm always booking an apartment where we go but i do like traveling right so whenever we'll have a holiday i feel happy that i'm at a point where i don't need to think twice about going for a holiday to europe right yeah. or anywhere else in the world ki are theek hai itne paise hai mere paas ki matlab i can buy a ticket and go and have a 7 10 day vacation anywhere else in, anywhere in the world where i want to i think these are the things that give me a lot more joy uh the experiences that i can do some of these things versus being able to buy the flashiest of things or being able to show off that i have money it just again different things work for different people and i'm sure i feel good for people who do that as well there's nothing wrong with it but I realized that that's not me. And actually coincidentally neither is my Parul. wife Parul like that. She's even more miserly than me. Wo to usse to main to 1900 rupaye ke t-shirt pehni hai wo to wo bhi nahi pehnegi shayad. That's amazing. I I I remember it it fundamentally for me also. Hmm. I come from a fairly financially privileged background, right? Um but for me when when that moment happened it was, and Bombay Shaving Company hasn't been the most spectacular meteoric rise valuation wise it's been a it's been a humbling two steps forward one step back kind of a journey but when we did find our foothold um during covid tragically tragic times times for us but for the business did very well um we had a lot more investor interest than the company could absorb so the, it just by chance happened that there was demand for shares and we had you know uh, esops that were not subscribed to beyond a point so suddenly there was this demand and the board said hey you know what we have yeah. not done this for a while and why don't we do it and thank god someone pushed me to do it mm. because one is your right it gives you freedom mm. mentally right because for 5 6 years mm. you're struggling with mera dost na like jo mckinsey mein wo partner ban gaya hai aur main main bhi ban sakta tha right or whatever but more because i think you come into you suddenly have zero fear yeah for me fearlessness was the most amazing outcome yeah. it had nothing to do with my lifestyle mm. you're right like nothing mm. changes mm. in the way mm. you buy things or whatever mm. uh, or travel i don't like travel much anyway my yeah. parents have made me travel way more than i wanted to to mujhe bilkul pasand nahi traveling i just do it very functionally ki yaar go somewhere to meet some people for yeah. me travel is social mm. i was in dublin a few few months back mm. and my friend was like who's local in dublin works in google he said yaar we'll let's go to the guinness factory let's go here i said nahi yaar main tere ko milne aaya hu let's stay at home and eat khichdi really tu kaisa aadmi hai do teen char din dublin aate i have to take every year around i don't i don't care about dublin yeah. i care about you so for me that has not changed yeah but swinging for the fences hmm. like kind of being fearless about the company yeah has changed a lot like i don't like now i'm not worried about worst case scenario and that freedom is amazing no i think you're absolutely right and i think that is the other aspect of freedom that you are suddenly no longer doing it because you have to you have doing things because you want to and you know i think there is a huge difference 
between the kind of things and the kind of ambition you would have when you want to do things versus when you have to do things yeah. it just changes changes you a lot and i think the i actually feel it become brings even more energy and passion because now it's your choice yeah. you don't have to do anything yeah but if you're doing it by choice then you'll be even more passionate about it yeah <laughs> i could have spent my time doing anything else yeah. i am choosing to do this so you, you know need to make i will sure i will make, make it count yeah, let's talk about that a little mm. bit i think your and when when i spoke to you as a precursor to this conversation mm. i did not know that you and kunal have been investing from so long from 2011 in founders i you know and the reason rohit and we discussed this at the matrix event also the reason we are doing this is that india needs to create a million jobs a month yeah. that's broadly what the government thinks we need to do that's what all of our economic super brains have said ki if mm. you don't create 1 million jobs a month we are we will we will reach a point where we will have far more unemployment than we can absorb and it becomes a problem for the country we are at 200000 mm. a month so we are fair distance away what and like you said what is promising is just the quality and quantum of entrepreneurs that is there we still have far more capital i think mm. as a country than we have founders mm. but it's amazing to see like today's 23 year old Absolutely. Uh, out oh of college is incredible so bright. so bright like sometimes i feel like what were we doing but <laughs> it's all it's all it's all very good for the country and i'm hoping that you know they can go on to become yeah. more on, more entrepreneurs more entrepreneurial people in where whatever they're mm-hmm. doing but tell me about your investing journey how did you guys start when did you guys decide in 2011 <laughs> like very early on in snapdeal yeah, very early so i remember i think this is a very very interesting again as i feel in many things i've been very fortunate more fortunate than uh, more fortunate than you know many other people i think it's again one of those things where uh, it was in 20 2011 you know i think we while our business was still young but you know we'd been entrepreneurs for four years now right so at least you know we were still we had seen some years of entrepreneurship and as a result people in the ecosystem had start hearing our names ki acha in logon ne company start kari thi we had raised a couple of rounds of capital etc etc and entrepreneurs who were just starting used to keep reaching out to us uh for you know different reasons the same reasons we would reach out to other entrepreneurs just to learn you know avoid pitfalls just to bounce off thoughts etc and i think at that point of time and again just going back to uh how we raised our first angel investment check where you know i think uh ken was uh truly an angel in some ways right? i think that's the definition of angel investment or the word meaning of the word angel investment where he only knew kunal and that's it and he had never oh, been yeah. to a country and that's it and he's he said he thought smart guy trying to do something in a large market it's okay i'll i'll help uh, and i think for us honestly i think the journey started as something very similar uh and very small checks like 10 15 lakh rupees etc it, it's not even a i mean i don't think we even thought of it as something an activity we are doing we just saw it as an event that someone came to meet us we liked the person we thought let's give the person some money right we didn't think where it can go how many we will do whether we will do it is it a profession will it make money we didn't think of any of that we just i think just as luck would have it and we did this a few and times and do, do 
only do it both together or not at all or only, do it individually only 100% individually. so that way i think you guys are not like a married couple bahut hi sahi lagta hai mere ko 100% everything we do is exactly the same right so exactly <laughs> so all companies we are interested in huh? both of us either it's both in or both out so it's wow it comes, even though it comes two in a box <laughs> buy one get one uh, so that's <laughs> <we, laughs> your initial thesis uh, has continued uh, so uh, so as luck would have it i think you know we didn't even think that much about it so we started making some some investments in entrepreneurs we met who we felt were very smart uh, were working with something which we felt is interesting it was a good way for us to in some ways uh formalize our relationship that when they reach out to us then you know just now we have a more formal relationship also and also a way for us to keep ourselves current and keep keep learning new things because we felt that you know uh the world will keep moving on while our business we will do what we are doing uh a lot of things will happen in the world and this in some ways is a vicarious way to stay very current in terms of what's going on in the world or in at least in the country that's how it really started and uh, we were very fortunate that amongst the first few we did uh one of them happened to be ola i think this first or second one was ola which is pre series a right so i mean <laughs> oh, in hindsight wow. it worked out okay and then i think did you exit or you still you still you still stayed invested just very recently so i mean for over a decade we were there wow and uh, and then i think few down the line was urban company when it was uh, it used to be urban club back then uh-huh. when it was about to start it they hadn't even started when we when we invested so i think you know we kept doing this on and off one or two a year uh very small amounts of money but then as things started working one we started enjoying it uh because we were doing this more entrepreneurs would reach out to us we really enjoyed meeting we always enjoy meeting smart people both myself and kunal are very passionate about entrepreneurship so it used to just give us joy to meet meet people and so we started doing it a little more a uh, little more than before and then we also were very fortunate that amongst the first few were one was ola and one was urban club <laughs> and i think a few more so i think that may also gave us the feeling that some combination of good judgment and good luck is working i don't know how much which one in how many parts <laughs> but some combination seems to be working that we have uh more successes than than failures on this side mm. so then i think one thing led to the other so we kept increasing the activity level as more people started reaching out to us i think to now we've uh and we kept doing it slowly and steadily uh to now i think we are invested in over 200 companies eight nine of them would have become unicorns which one are these other than ola and uh, ola is there urban companies there mamarth uh, razor pay uh, off business we were the first ones also wow so so quite a few i think we've been we've been very fortunate and i think i mean as i i continue to maintain that entrepreneurs the quality of entrepreneurs in india is only going in one direction correct and we've been very fortunate to be a part of so many journeys in some ways what connects the best entrepreneurs you have seen other than you and kunal of course you see that journey closely but hmm. through through your investments what is the one thread or what are the few threads that are consistent across just great founders see one of the things that i've learned at least chunk this is my learning is that uh i used to earlier think uh, because you know i had the i mean just in the larger scheme of things a fairly regular 
academic journey right i you know just very academically oriented went to went got decent marks in class 10 12 then went to iit it's as as typical as it can get and i had this world view which is a uh, very linear in some ways that there is only one formula for success over the years after seeing so many so many entrepreneurs so many companies so many different types of journeys i have actually come to a different conclusion that just no two people are the same right and every every entrepreneur we meet is very different from the other one there are some commonalities we see but again having seen so many different types of entrepreneurs and still being very successful eventually i think for me it's been a fairly uh, sort of mind opening experience if i may that there is sort of no one template to what a successful entrepreneur is because they come in very like many of them are just very different ideologies very different personalities uh, very different ways of building their business so i don't think there is one template the few things that we are able to connect to both between myself and kunal when it comes to investing in some companies one is i think as cliche as it gets the team has to be really good and we used to it's important for us to have be able to have a connect with the founder they may be successfully regardless of that but at least for us to invest in a company it is very important that we have connect mm. right it, that doesn't mean this is the only entrepreneur who will become successful there are many others who will become successful also so that's number one number two we do care about the market being large uh, because at least ourselves having been a part of you know a business <laughs> where the market was too small as compared to our ambitions we've seen that even fantastic entrepreneurs if they get stuck in too small a market it can be actually be quite suffocating yeah. and as a result having a larger addressable market allows you a lot more wiggle room yeah. and allows you to make for, make up for a lot more mistakes as compared to working on a really really narrow market so we do care about large market and number 3 we've seen with founders that uh, i mean thirdly i think we are also very obsessed about unit economics by the way in especially the businesses which have some form of commerce attached to it uh in the early days so we do care from day one we would look at the unit economics of a business because we feel in india especially it's not only product market fit it's product market economic fit which is yeah. important because without economics many things can <laughs> seem like they've achieved product market fit when you start try to make the economics work you realize actually yeah. the product market fit was all driven by poor economics correct so for us economics is also very important and as a founder trait we've seen that we end up connecting the most to uh very smart but also very humble and learning oriented founders who are not know it alls right by definition to be a founder you have to be a little more alpha a little more aggressive you know uh, have a, enough belief in your own abilities that you have <coughs> you know you have the confidence to go and start a business but at least we've seen that you know there is a fine balance that you know you have enough belief in your ability but you still have the humility to keep learning from your environment and don't start considering yourself a know it all we believe that you start stop learning at that point of time yeah. and as a result we are not able to connect to those founders so for us the kind of founders you are able to connect to that that you know in spite of abilities having that humility and eagerness to learn is equally important wow that's incredible because you've seen that those end up growing the fastest right they will solve something even if it doesn't work they learn from it 
and they'll keep iterating more and more and just keep becoming smarter as time progresses and i'm sure for you and kunal it has been a learning experience also like working with Huge. founders who are more younger more newer age probably yeah. adapting technology technology in ways that you may not have thought and of and also i mean smarter smarter at solving different problems having same solve the same problem differently i think just there is an incredible amount that we've learned in having seen so many founders and so many entrepreneurs it just i i mean going back in time even if there was there were no financials involved i would still not trade this experience for anything else just for the joy of having seen and learned so much there is a interesting uh, framework which chamath had kind of touched upon in one of his uh, i think I, one of his papers or on, on his podcast i forget which hmm. but he said that uh, the three axes along which he measures future entrepreneurs is um intellect um uh persistence slash hard work and third is the ability to have an unfiltered vision mm. like visionary which is unfiltered mm. and he said different investors rank these three attributes differently like yeah. for some some is one is important the others are the like what, how would you rank these three intellect hard work slash persistence slash drive and third is vision unfiltered vision and I there actually, is a fourth axis i think for me uh, you know just i think these three are very interesting i would definitely add a fourth one which is uh, willingness as well as ability to learn i think that is so important okay. uh, at least we've seen so many times even in our own journey as well as in so many other journeys that what people end up starting versus what people end up doing a few years down the line are so different yeah and if one doesn't have the ability to learn iterate accept where things didn't work and then course correct that we've seen becomes very very important so i definitely for me and probably that may be the most important also so willingness to learn and then rate the other willingness three. as well as ability to learn that's ah. number one of the remaining i would say i personally believe hard work definitely trumps intellect intellect is important but you know i feel after a certain level hard work starts taking over yeah. very i think there's a there is a certain level of intellect that is required but that intellect is low enough that hard works generally yeah. usually ends up trumping trumping the other one as what even people say in sport yeah. right <clears throat> that people who end up at a certain level of professional sport across yeah. sports whether it's football cricket tennis whatever is talent takes you this far but and the good thing about not the good but the interesting thing about sports is that that level is reached at the age of 9 or 10 yeah. in professional sports mm. most pro- in gymnastics much earlier in golf a little later but mm. broadly 9 10 ki umar mein wo talent barrier has been crossed by people who are there yeah. then it becomes the marginal utility of talent yeah. becomes zero and then that's where hard work kind of comes but no, i believe that both hard work as well as uh, great uh, i think that just having again our seen our own journey yeah great and just the willingness to continue becomes so important yeah let's talk about that a little bit like you, i i know while we were talking also mm. having fuel in the tank personally mm. right not not financially or mm. for the company mm. but personally to constantly come into work every day where especially early on where most days are difficult to get through yeah um the future seems vague and unclear mm-hmm. financially you are you know you're always worried shaadi hogi ki nahi for example who will want to marry me or you know i have to borrow money from my yeah. father um 
there is a i think it is an it is a much lesser spoken of um element of entrepreneurship which is the stress that you take for so long and the weight that you carry on your shoulders of your own head yeah. i don't think it is so much your parents or your family or your friends so much as much as it is you yourself um and a lot of people like i, I was reading a stat the other day around mm-hmm. just the number of broken relationships or divorce rate within founders is so high yeah. uh, mental illness uh, propensity is so high um but at the same time like you the world tells you mm. you need to be gritty and you need to kind of be at it all the time how do you, how, how does one balance this and you've had a 15 year entrepreneurial yeah. journey a 11 plus year investing journey so yeah. you've 26 years of experience on this um tell t- tell me a little bit about about and you you said this is something that matters yeah, to you also yeah it does and you know i think in uh, in hindsight i probably didn't realize it uh, didn't realize it but just it was happening in some ways is uh i think my my parents used to talk a lot about gita i'm not not personally i'm not a very religious person i'm spiritually oriented but not a very religious person but i remember as a child i was always con- continuously told one thing which is to remember the message of gita that just focus on your actions care most about what you are doing and whether you could have done better than that and leave the results it is hard to assimilate i must say even after so many years it is hard to give up that attachment to results but i whenever i have been in stressful times i've always gone back to that and i think in some some subconscious way that sort of been a guiding principle for me personally all through these years that and i think that's what shaped me right before there was a long period of time when i didn't even realize there are things known as stress and mental health issues but i always used to remember one thing which is what my parents taught me focus on your work figure out whether you've done the best you could or not uh if you could have done better try and make yourself do better but don't care about what happens as a result right now i know later i realized this is a very well known philosophy and very many people follow it there's this very popular serenity prayer also uh, which is i think i forgot the exact word but which is mainly that you know figure out whether you could have i mean you can control the situation or not focus on the controllable part of the situation and let go of what you can't control i think in some ways that has been a guiding principle for myself even now as i grew older and i started seeing more of life i've actually gone back and read gita multiple times uh different versions of it i think that book i can relate to that book and i think this that's in my view one of the best best texts ever written about you know spirituality or mental health etc 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 and just you know i try try my best to stick to the principles that i learn learn from the gita at least for me that's been a that's been a very very good guiding light through all these years because you know uh, stress manifests itself in many possible ways right it's not only one thing right it can be why why are things not working out it can be you know when things work out they worked out better for someone else than for you right it can be about comparison am i working hard enough i put in all the work but the results didn't happen 
the results came but they are not good enough yeah right or so many things that you can't control right there are only so many things that you can control there are i would say far larger number of things that you can't control but all of them can play on your mind for sure right so just taking care of your own mental health and just keeping your well being is an equally important part of an entrepreneur's life in my view so I, i do a few i mean personally a few things that have worked well for me are i think one is just uh i probably keep revising geeta every every few months i think that just for me everyone picks what they can relate to for me i can relate the most to geeta so i keep keep reading and rereading it multiple times i think i also realized reasonably early on that if i want to keep doing this for the long run i can't keep postponing everything else in life for too long right which means that for me for example for I mean, different things matter to different people for me uh especially family and relationships are very important right and so as a result and two things actually both physical and mental health as well as family and relationships these things are extremely extremely important to me so for a long time i've always made time for these things i would sacrifice many other things like for example for the longest time i didn't used to watch tv at all from class 12th till like 2 3 years back i probably would see 2 hours of tv a year right that <laughs> little but i think that was not not important to me i would sacrifice that it doesn't matter to me but i would make sure every weekend i'll spend a few hours with my kids every weekend you know i'll spend a few hours with my family uh physical health is important every day or every alternate day i will spend at least one hour exercising because i feel those are things which matter to me and those are things that i need to take care of uh to make sure i keep can keep doing this for the long run because i just i don't want to be a parent where 10 years later i realize my children have grown up but i just spent so much time trying to you know be successful professionally that i can't do that much about it now right those 10 years have gone so i don't want to be that parent i think to me it is very important that i have a good time with my family yeah one of our uh, guests who we shot with the other day said of said two very interesting things which stayed with me he said one thing he said was life is not lived on weekends mm. so if you want to live a good life it has to be lived every day yeah. which is what you're talking about the second thing he said is there will be very few like very few people who are lucky to have a long period of life where they are maximized on um time health and money mm. right all three yeah you typically at any stage in life you will have two out of these three yeah even if you are lucky very few are fortunate enough to have all three yeah. for a long period of time so uh, uh i think just the ability to um to step back and take care of yourself mm. is very important like we were talking about intermittent fasting yeah. for example yeah. right uh, or going to the gym and exercising what kind of workout you do Now, nowadays just because of covid also so much of this is now available on youtube yeah. and you have zoom sessions and yeah. so on there's no real reason why one cannot take out the time to to be able to do this in fact it's more important but another aspect which i wanted to come to was founders at least for me personally mm. i struggle i continue to struggle to admit that i am struggling with something mm. right one because also you know because anyone you tell this to if it's if it's your colleagues or your team or your employees you know it's one of those okay if immediately that becomes okay what is that risk here if shantanu is struggling yes. or if he's not okay 
what can't we trust are his decisions under question is the company not doing okay so i i find i i find it hard to open up can't do to the investors because <laughs> there's agenda yeah you can't, you can't like i i maybe one or two have the majority but on the average for most people in fact i have a very very encouraging set of investors mm. but for most founders it's it might be a little difficult to do that even for me it's a little mm. hard a uh, friend and family you can but the context is so little True. that the ability to understand is so there is really no either there is an agenda or there is lack of context yeah. context plus no agenda is a very almost null set yeah. so who do you share with like i even tried therapy it's very hard because it's it almost impossible to i find it hard to articulate also what the struggle is like no no it's you're absolutely right and i can i can relate to some extent you know i think in my case uh i feel very fortunate uh that i started started the company with a co-founder who's also very close friend of mine so i think you know i personally do think uh it helps a lot to have a highly trusting co-founder with yourself because then you know you're sort of in in it together and you know you're professionally you're going through the same same experiences in many ways and when one is down the other is doing okay they'll he'll pull the other one up etc so i think that that definitely helps a lot secondly i think i also went through this phase in between where you know uh, i used to feel uncomfortable uh sharing what is mentally good i even i didn't know with what's going on in my mind right? there's something going on something which is a little noisier than it should be but i was not able to either articulate it or even if i could articulate it i was still not very comfortable sharing with people but then over a period of time one i think just as i mentioned you know i started meditating i started reading the gita and i think this you know without i never really went to therapy per se because i didn't feel uh, i need it i would have gone if i felt i needed it also but i think it calmed me down and i think just you know uh, spending time with friends and family uh meditation reading the gita etc etc and that did calm me down and then over a period of time i met enough people who are also going through a lot of stress themselves and i realized that this is common enough it's not a it's not an uncommon topic and then eventually for me it got to a point where i felt you know very uncomfortable not being who i am if i'm stressed i'm stressed if i'm not stressed i'm not stressed and trying to pretend to be in a certain way whereas i'm feeling a certain way i just started feeling too uncomfortable so then i think i don't know specifically when that sort of switch flipped but i do know it switched in the last two years somewhere right oh really last two years that's very recent ah. then when i felt care look i'll only be very comfortable in my own skin and i will just stay the way i am let people read whatever they want to read out of it because just being any other way is just not worth it right and in the larger scheme of things i think i feel we end up caring a lot more that people will think things a certain way in reality most times people don't care yeah. right because it's they probably are going through it themselves or they've seen enough right i think sometimes you end up exaggerating how things are in your own mind as compared to how an outside person will believe it's almost like the, having a product right that when you build a product <laughs> you think everyone cares but in reality no nobody one does, does right no one cares more than you yourself 
Yeah. And as a result, it just I I personally decided that yeah, it's not just not worth it to pretend to be a certain way if I don't feel comfortable in my skin. So then I felt yeah, just let me chill. So <laughs> since then I'm I stay fairly relaxed. I say what I want to say. Uh, I don't care that much about how people perceive me to be. I know I have the right intentions. If they unfortunately sometimes get perceived wrongly, I will apologize. Has it happened? Has it uh, happened? Many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what comes to mind? Uh, no specific instances come to mind, but okay. I mean, you know, misinterpretations. I mean, just you know, uh, they do happen, right? And yeah. unless you say something which is uh, in as many words, sometimes people will misinterpret what you're saying. So you apologize and, and move <laughs> on in life. I just feel that carrying that type of baggage, that I have to do so much I have to carry so much stress, I have to do A, B, C, my professional life, investing, family life, making time for so many things and yet trying to make sure I am perceived a certain way. I just felt it's too much calculation. I will just left the last part out. <laughs> Completely uh, agree. So, Completely agree. Uh, so I stay relaxed, I stay chilled out. Yeah. You know, people see me for who I am. If it works for them, great. Yeah. If it doesn't work for them, you know, look, it's not like I need to be friends with everyone on the planet, right? As long as I have enough like-minded people around me, it's good enough. Well, I've been fortunate to have enough. Yeah, one of the things people said uh, about this is, you have to learn to love yourself hmm. more than what you think the person who loves you most loves you. Hmm. When you do that, you will prioritize the right way. And then things like... Because people, it's, a lot of people say, I don't care about what people think. They find it hard to practice it until they start yeah. really caring and loving themselves more than they, more than anyone else. Yeah. Uh, that and I think, you know, I think I, I still remember there. Again, I feel different things work for different people. So for me, I think one is this focusing on actions rather than on results. As I said, it is hard to fully internalize and relate to, but I feel the more time, number of times I read it just by repetition, it seeps in a little more every time. And secondly, I could also relate to, I think only very recently I read this very interesting book called Give and Take by Adam Grant. Uh, I think he's more popular for his other book, Think Again, but I haven't read that when I read this. And that philosophy I could read too, uh, which I can relate to also, which is also, I was actually this morning only hearing hearing a podcast by this person, Peter Kaufman, who's yeah. a popular CEO of Glenair, is this concept of reciprocity, that if you are nice to people, eventually they'll be nice to you. Correct. And, you know, just as simple as it sounds, uh, I think I've more consciously started practicing it for many months now. And I do think it has changed things. I feel happier for sure, right, that I'm trying to uh, you know, trying to do whatever I can uh, to be a positive influence on whoever I'm meeting. And I've seen that just as call it karma, call it reciprocity or call it anything else. But I've generally been uh, rewarded by more sort of pleasant experience and conversation with other people. So which I think is is working for me. As a principle, right? Uh, and Gita also says selfless giving, which is the Gita way of saying it. Yeah. I think this is a very... More contemporary way of saying yeah. the same thing. Like identify good people. Yeah. Do whatever you can to help them. Hmm. Explicitly ask them to help other good people they meet. The world becomes a better place for you yeah. to live in. Yeah, absolutely. It's so amazing, right? How it comes back for you. Yeah. So it's again very simple, but again, 
I've seen it work for me. So I'm even more motivated to continue doing it as much as I can. Amazing. And how do you do you help your 200 plus founders like for them to open up to you about when when times are tough, when times mm. are good, conversations are breezy. Yeah. When times are tough, bad quarter, senior two senior critical people have left, mm. funding round goes does not happen, whatever, right? Whatever. That's when people need Those are actually the most common times entrepreneurs would call us. Oh really? Because you know, in some ways we are not investor invest i mean we are investors in their business but i think they also see us as operators and entrepreneurs ourselves who've you know gone through this journey themselves have seen many uh, many ups and downs in our own business as well as many other businesses and i think that way they can they can relate to it and many of the entrepreneurs would call us with many of such situations because you know i think having been through it ourselves and having seen so many journeys uh they're able we are able to relate to them right and we don't have any any agenda per se because we genuinely care that as long as the entrepreneur is okay if the business does well we'll also do fine if it doesn't do well then just you know harassing the entrepreneur <laughs> to do something is not really going to solve anything for anyone right okay. it's only going to make the life of a already stressed entrepreneur even more miserable just not worth it It's amazing actually you say that now that I mm. think about it you and Kunal only put your own capital do you yeah. do, you don't raise from LPs and this and that right okay. that's so that's the those are the two things that I think make it easy if if you were my investor which I wish you were but if you were my investor one is you have operated businesses and you're fairly you're fairly transparent about the tough times you and Kunal have gone through yeah. so which is rare mm. right because typically investors are larger than life you know large uh seen many entrepreneurs this that and the other they have and many of them are most of them are, have not been operators before at least in the indian context the second thing is you don't have fund economic cycles to like kind of answer to lps to answer to you are answerable only to yourself yeah. sure there is financial mm. outcomes that 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 the fund requires that you are you are running it but it's it's con- contained within you and kunal mm. right so if that is the situation then I think it becomes easier because uh, all the variables are kind of known. And also, I think way. I mean this is this is a third very important factor, uh, Shantru, that you know, uh, both myself and Kunal actually lead fairly simple lifestyles, right? We don't have any sort of uh, any expensive habits, if I may. And as a result, you know, while economics are good when they happen. we don't think our life depends on it yeah and as a result we just stay fairly relaxed about them so we actually genuinely do it for the joy of joy of doing it good things do happen financially as well for sure. but we don't care that much for it for us i think you know uh, being there for entrepreneurs is so much more important eventually sab theek hi ho gaya matlab it's it's not a big deal right Haan, and you know yeah. just and also just having having been through this journey ourselves we feel people are very smart we don't need to pretend <laughs> to be smarter than them because we don't think that is the case right yeah. you know we are we consider ourselves to be reasonably smart but we think there are much smarter people than us who are running businesses so we don't need to pretend and we don't feel clear acha we have to show that we are somehow smarter than the others <laughs> we don't because at the end of the day many of these businesses we are not the ones who are building it yeah. we are very clear we are investors 
we are available as sounding boards whenever you need help whenever you need to sound off something you know pick our brains on something we are always available when people want us but it is the entrepreneur's business we can't run the business for them we can't expect to be smarter about their own business than them they are in the driver's seat and if something good will happen in the company it will be because of the entrepreneur if something not so good will happen that is also because of the entrepreneur <laughs> never have we seen a situation where an investor has been over intrusive <laughs> and made a company which was otherwise not going to work work yeah just that just never happens agree agree no that's amazing tell me about your and kunal's relationship over the last 15 years hmm. uh was it ever tested many times but i think you know i think we were very good as i mentioned very good friends in high school and then when we started working together professionally that was probably the first time understandably when we professionally got into know each other we knew each other as school friends nah. but that's very different from working Correct. together and when we started working together both of us had worked for a year each so we didn't really know what each of our strengths and weaknesses were so i would say the first you first of all we always had a lot of trust and respect for each other i have always had a lot of trust in kunal and a lot of respect for who he is as a person and i believe vice versa so for the first few years it took us some time when we were getting to know each other a little better that you know what is he good at what am i good at uh, on many things we'll have completely different opinions so we'll just get into a room talk it out and come up come up with a conclusion etc so i think that used to happen a lot more in the first few years after some time both of us sort of in a uh, implicit way started understanding what he's he good at what am i good at uh how to resolve conflicts how to take decisions etc i think just because of working together for so, such a long period of time we started getting comfortable with that since then it's been fairly fairly seamless the one thing we've never let come to question is uh the relationship between the two of us we almost consider it as a marriage i mean matlab for i think for us our wives also tell us the same thing that you guys seem to be more married to each other than, <laughs> than to both of each us. of us but i think for some reason uh you know the fact that the relationship between the two of us could be temporary is a thought that has never even occurred to us for since almost forever and wow. i think that just brings a different type of permanence uh almost like a family relationship between the two of us that just we consider it to be a permanent thing and as a result we don't even question its existence so whatever happens we assume we are we are in this together and i think that i've seen that that just having that feeling of permanence in your own mind automatically solves many problems yeah. right then you're not then you're never looking for personal victories then you're only looking for joint victories yeah. and just the moment you're able to dissolve your own personal ego into a joint ego i think 90% of relationship issues go away that's incredible yeah. that is incredible because so many companies fall to the wayside despite large markets smart teams capital all of that because founders did not get along or founders kind of found had very dif- different things to do i also feel by the way mm-hmm. and looking at this conversation is op- like opened my eyes to you as a person before this you were always enigmatic so was kunal just mm-hmm. kind of uh, for for at least 
for for at least many of us who were not we didn't work together or mm. were you know in the same circles but oh and it comes down to just being really good human beings mm. you know like trustworthy good people with the right intent and heart on the sleeve is 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 so important and then when when there is complete knowledge of that you are saying that that permanence and that faith um you're never second guessing then yeah then you always know that there's someone who has your back yeah. has that's that's what i meant that you know for us uh, we've never imagined a world where things are otherwise so for us this is this is the way things are and, and you know i consider myself very very fortunate and very lucky to have a co-founder like kunal who's almost like a family member right not mm-hmm. almost actually he's married to probably <laughs> more than a family member to me yeah and i think just uh, you know uh, i think the relationship that i have with him is truly special i really really respect him for who he is obviously i have incredible amount of trust in him and so i think it's just you know uh, i actually feel very lucky to have a co-founder like that as well i i i can completely imagine many people uh would envy a relationship like that yeah. so as a result i feel myself to be lucky to be in a place where i have i have someone like kunal yeah. uh to share this professional journey with and meeting of mind is critical which is amazing that it happened in high school yeah. because meeting of minds requires not only complementary skill sets which is i think a lot of people will find but in the same ballpark of intellectual yeah. rigor ability to work hard and all the other things which we spoke about yeah. and yet be able to respect each other yeah because ego can become big no it's always there's an there's an attempt to be alpha That's it's natural instinct yeah. for entrepreneurs especially super successful ones to be but then to have amazing actually that um, that you talk about consider myself very yeah such word man <laughs> and i'm i'm I was, you guys are both so young so i'm assuming that there's a lot of things beyond snap deal and titan and yeah. all the things that you do that you will continue to do and what's the future looking like rohit for you i mean this this mode of operation sounds sounds fantastic we really enjoying running our our own business as well as investing talking to entrepreneurs so i think just i i feel we could continue doing this for as long as possible but are you on the yeah. are you on the high burn all the time today the way you may have been in 2009 mm-hmm. maybe or 2008 no no not at all not at all i think just over a period of time that part of our you know mindset has also evolved as a business that uh just uh, both me and kunal uh we just are unable to relate to high burn businesses both of us no by high burn i don't mean capital burn i meant for you like No, no. I think that we the hours put into the business see, and the you know working weekends. They don't feel they don't feel intense if you're enjoying what you're doing. Also, it's on your time, right? Right. Now. So I think hence we still are reasonably intense and we spend enough more than enough amount of time, almost as much as we've done for a long period of time. But over so many years, we've calibrated our life to make sure we are operating in a manner that the important things in life are not being postponed. right as i mentioned to me few important things are health and uh, both physical and mental as well as family these are the two most important things to me outside of work those th- two things i am unwilling to postpone yeah. so those are going along with me i spend enough time with family i really enjoy them they've been very 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 supportive uh, all through these years both my kids as well as my wife my parents also live with us so that i've never really really sacrificed and we i sort of 
over so many years i think same same applies to kunal we've created enough of a balance in our life that we feel this pace of life can continue for a very very long period of time sustainable yeah any last uh, as we end any word of advice to people watching who are likely to be entrepreneurs founders in the future or all or, or already are in the early stages of their journey um in addition to what we have spoken about today so i think you know i, I can share that for me uh, i still although it happened so many years back but uh, uh, that experience is still relatable to me is when i came to delhi for the first time to dps and seeing the fact that i used to have this mental image that people who go to iit are some like super human, superhuman superhuman aliens or something like that <laughs> and when i saw many of the people around me go there it just humanized everything for me and it just i could relate to all of that i feel entrepreneurship is the same some or the other there is sometimes a tendency to build this mental image that people who start companies are some superhumans who have some this vision etc at least having been an entrepreneur myself and having seen so many entrepreneurs around myself i feel everyone is a human being it's all about who who's willing to take their chances and give it a shot and who's not willing to give it a shot so as long as you're willing to give it a shot you know it's it's not that complicated over a period of time you'll figure things out thank you rohit thank you so much this has been a incredible conversation for me multiple moments where i just kind of stepped back and thought about myself in a deep way and thank you so much for spending the time and being so generous with your insights thank you so much